All right, another episode of the Daily Podcast with me, Eric B., and this time I don't have a guest. This is going to be all audio only, so no video, even though some of you guys said, Eric, can you do a video podcast? I will. Not now, but I will. Today we're going to talk about the difficulties of being a podcaster and trying to get guests on my show. A lot of you guys who reached out to me and said, man, how much did you pay William Hung? How much did you pay Roberta? I'm here to sit down and tell you guys the difficulties of what it's like being a podcaster and trying to get guests. We'll catch this more on the inside of the break. So let's get this started. You're listening to The Daily Podcast with Eric B. Welcome, everyone. It's The Daily Podcast, and I'm your host, Eric B. Almost said, and The Daily Vlogs, because I'm so used to doing both the podcast and the vlogs, and it's not really quite a vlog. It's a video I guess a video interview. Um, I'm on a group in Facebook called The Vlogging Crew. And sometimes I get annoyed when I post the video of an interview because, you know, vloggers, we go out, we show everybody what's going around in the areas that we live in, but I'm posting interviews. But it's a video. It's a video log. That's what a vlog is, right? Like Augie T said in one of my vlog shout outs, it's a video on a log. It's a video. It's a video vlog. It's a log. It's a vlog. It's a log. It's a video log is what it is. But today I want to talk about, you can hear some clicking in the background. I'm trying to get the lighting right because I'm trying to test out my camera. So you can hear a lot of clicking in the background. I'm trying to use a different setup for my camera. Um, I've been using the Logi, the Logi stream cam. It's been working out pretty good. I like it. But it doesn't shoot in 4K. Resolution's terrible. So I paid for this app called Camo. It's a Camo app that you just plug in your cell phone and you're able to use your cell phone. The newer MacBooks, you can just stream off your phone. Um, but I like to use my phone a lot. Sometimes I'll get a text message in the middle. And a lot of people's like, well, why don't you just activate the text message on your on your screen so that way you can see whenever you get a text message. I can do it that way also, but I kind of like to be interactive with the guests that I'm with. And if I'm too busy looking away from them, it just doesn't look right. So I'm going to play some music in the background. I got a new single. Don't have a name for this yet, but it's definitely a single. Kind of reminds me of when we were listening to Revenge of the Nerds. For you guys who were back in the 80s. Revenge of the Nerds came out with a song, and this is what it is. This is going to go on to the Element of Sound album. I, again, I just haven't put it up there yet, but I will. So to get back into the topic, a lot of you guys reached out to me and said, one of you guys, some of you guys are very surprised that I was able to get William Hung. And if you followed me on the Facebook Live show, I explained how difficult it was getting him on the show. And it wasn't the difficulty of getting him on the show it's just he's a very busy guy. He's a guy that has a lot going on. He does a, If you guys follow him on his Instagram, which I said you guys should follow him on his Instagram, he does a lot of events. He does a lot of speaking. He does a lot of tours. So it's hard for him to say, yes, I can do it at this time. Can we do it at this time? So for me to reach out to him 
this took two to three months for him to finally say, yes, I can do it. When are you available? Can we chat? It's not as easy as it is as a lot of people think, oh, you can get a guest. And, and I posted the other night on Instagram and on Facebook. I posted shout out to all who does their own booking, editing, production, and hosting your own show. The struggle will eventually pay off. And it's true. I don't have a PR person who helped me who helps me promote my show. I don't have anybody who sits here and says, hey, Eric, I got a guest for you. Some of you guys have said, hey, I got a guest for you. And I say, have them reach out to me. I'm still waiting. You know, I have someone who reached out to me, someone who I've known for a while, reached out to me and said, hey, I got someone who wants to talk to you about interviewing some people on Netflix. And it's been a while. I'm still here still here i'm not calling you guys out so if you guys listen to this you know i'm not calling you guys out i'm not gonna say your names i'm just saying i'm still here i'm still waiting and if you guys still want me to interview these people you know all you got to do is swing them my way i'll be more than happy to speak to them um but i can't speak to them if i can't reach out to them so it's just one of those things it's not easy to sit here when you're doing everything on your own um it's not easy to say like, hey, I can get this guy and I can get this gal. When I get guests, I go about it my own way. I'll go out to their social media accounts. I'll find their emails and I'll reach out to them and they'll say one or two things. Yes or no? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. And then you'll have one that'll say, let's do it, but you need to talk to my agent first. I don't mind talking to your agent. That's fine. It's part of the game. The people that I interviewed for the cleaning lady, Miranda and Martha, I had to reach out to their agent. And I don't mind playing that. That's the legality part of this. And it's kind of cool to reach out to people because you build this bond between the agent and the actor or actress. You know, they're like, yeah, you know, reach out to them and, you know, and one day down the road, if they say, hey, you know, I remember Eric, he interviewed my client. Maybe he can interview this other client who's an up and coming actor, actress. That's the cool thing about reaching out to agents and I don't mind doing it again. It's it's cool. You know, it's not easy. It's not easy. And then the negativity I get after the show like oh my god how much did you pay william hung to be on your show what did you promise him you know it's like be happy that i was able to put out some content and share my story his story with you guys there was just a lot of a lot of things and this was coming left and right this was coming from people i never i didn't know people who you know like oh you know what 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 fun did you have to pay or how much did he you know, there was just all this backlash for me trying to do something positive and share somebody's story that happened 30 years ago, 30 years ago, that happened 30 years ago. And I'm trying to help him out. He was helping me and I was helping him. And that's exactly what we said when we talked on off the air. It's like, hey, look, you know, you're still around. People still know you. You did your audition here in San Francisco. Let's get you back on a show here in San Francisco and let's have everybody listen to William Hung. 
and he was okay with it. But again, it took two months because there was a lot of going back and forth on what day works well for him and what, what, what works for me. And, you know, you guys know me. I work a nine to five. I work every day. It's not easy for me to say, I'm going to be here on this time and we're going to be here on that time. You know, people that I've done in the East Coast, people that I've I've reached out overseas, we just can't find the time to sit and say, let's do There's a lot of people in the Philippines that I reached out to. And they said, yes, yes, I'll be more than happy to be part of your show. Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. The hard part is the time difference that we have from here and the Philippines. If I look at my my world clock right now on my iPhone, everybody has a world clock. You click on it right now. Right now it's 720, it's 712 here in San Francisco. It's 1113 a.m. in the Philippines. So this is probably the best time for me to do an interview. Evening for me, just about morning for them, almost afternoon, late morning, early afternoon. And to try to get them on my show, it has to be on a weekend. And again, they're a day ahead. So right now we're sitting here Saturday. It is the 11th daylight savings is going to happen tonight. And for me to say, yeah, let's do it Saturday the 11th to them is really Sunday the 12th. So there's a lot of things that I have to think about when it comes to trying to get a guest. International, local, local. If you're in the West Coast, Pacific time zone, we're fine. That's why a lot of people that I get as a guest, they're either in LA, from LA, in the Bay Area, they're in the Pacific time zone. It's easy for us to collaborate a time that we can say this is the time that we're going to do it. Martha was in New York. So it was a little difficult for me to say, Martha, this is the time I want to do it. Um, and she was a sport when it came to the time. She was like, yes, Eric, that's fine. Six o'clock California time versus the nine o'clock New York time. I was like, thank you. Thank you. I mean, you know, that's difficult. You have to sit here and you got to get up or you got to wake up the next day after doing a little show like mine. But it helped spread the word. It helped that show, you know, embrace the culture of the Filipino culture in a mainstream show. So I want to say in a point, I was kind of part of that. But again, even after that interview, a lot of backlash. A lot of people were like, she's not really Filipino. She's from Australia. She didn't even speak Tagalog. I mean, there was just a lot of negativity involved in the interviews that I've done. And, you know, I try to put out content. I try to be positive. I try to let you guys know this is what's going on. Um, and then there's some people who's actually, who actually listens to my podcast who watches my shows, who says, you know what, Eric, I don't mind being part of your show, but I want to record it. And then you can just upload it later on. You know, Rex Navaretti didn't want to be on video, but he wanted the audio. He still wanted to share his story with me growing up in the Bay Area, being a first pioneer of Filipino comedy. 
he went out there and he shared his story with me. And I, I thanked him for that. I said, thank you, Rex. Thank you for doing that. You know, and then you have like the Boscos. Derek Bosco and Ella J. Bosco, who was said, who said the same thing. Hey, we're in New York right now. I think they were in Chicago at the time. And we couldn't get the right day or the right time to sit down and do a show together. So instead, we we picked a time and day where they had a free hour and we just recorded. And then I uploaded it later or I shared it with the public later on. And those are the things, again, those are the struggles that I have to do as a podcast host trying to get these guests. You know, I want to I want to give you guys the utmost celebrities. I want to give you guys people that I feel is worthy to be a guest. And, you know, some of you guys who were like, well, man, that, you know, that was really okay. But, you know, you're, you're kind of just reaching here trying to get whoever you can get on your show. And again, I'm not Joe Rogan. I'm not these guys who has a secretary and sits there and says, hey, I got this person that wants to be on your show. It's it's not that easy for me. I'm a guy who podcasts and does videos from his bedroom who puts up a partition. And you guys seen it. It's that Asian, you know, Asian divider with with the thin rice paper. You know, someone's like, you mean Japanese? Yeah, I didn't want to say that. So that's why I said Asian. But I have this partition that hides my bedroom. Because that's how I have to put out my content. That's how I have to share things with everyone. But there's some of you guys who are like, well, we don't really know who this person is. And, you know, I don't know who this is. I don't know who that is. But I'm sharing content with you guys. That should be enough. You know, sometimes the best story heard or read is the story that you didn't know was coming. Like a lot of the Salem Murphy, I got her on my show. She was on Stranger Things. She was on Falcon and Winter Soldier. She was in a lot of movies that I've never heard of before. But her shorts, her movies opened my eyes on a lot of things. It made me appreciate what these actors, actresses go through on a day-to-day just to do their day-to-day job. Everyone here who has a nine-to-five, a regular nine-to-five, we know what we got to do every day. It's repetitive. The only thing that's different is the day and maybe, in my case, the doctors that I'm working with. But it's the same repetitive thing every day. We wake up, we drink our coffee, we get to work, we have to deal with people that's either, you know, chippery and happy, or we have to deal with people that got out, got off on the wrong side of the bed today, or got up on the wrong side of the bed today. Sorry, been hanging around a lot of Filipinos. Um, yeah, so we have to deal with that. And if we deal with that on a day to day, it's again, it's the same thing over and over again for us. It's the same deal that we have to deal with. But being a host, trying to get people to be part of my show, 
trying to get people to be here and say, yes, Eric, I would be more than happy to share my story with you is a big deal for me. Some people don't see it that way. Some people look at it as, ah, it was just okay. Oh, you, you could have gotten someone better. I'm at a point right now where I can, I will get whoever wants to speak. I interviewed two high school kids because they wanted to share their story. They wanted to tell their classmates. They wanted to tell the world who listens and watches my podcasts and videos. They wanted to tell everyone what the sport meant to them. And maybe they can use that for their college videos later on. Maybe that's something they can use. And maybe when they become successful down the road and we watch them in the NFL, someone's going to say, man, I remember when Eric interviewed him. Oh, man, remember when Eric put him on their podcast and in their videos? Some of you guys will remember. Some of you guys won't. Some of you guys will be like, eh, yeah, kind of, not really. Yeah. But that's what I mean. It's not easy. If you look in my in-basket right now, and if I shared my in-basket with you guys, my DMs, my Instagram page, my my messenger on on um my messenger on Facebook, there's a lot of messages that went out. That went out. And there's a lot of messages that came back. But I'm still waiting for that reply. You know, there was a point in my life where I tried to sell insurance, you know, like, you know, insurance, like health insurance. I went through this whole insurance training up in Sacramento. I spent, you know, weekends going through this training and even like was able to do this big gala event in, in Sacramento, in Reno. And, you know, this is where you have to change your attitude. You know, you have to be like, hi, my name is Eric and I'm here to sell you some life insurance just in case something happens to you. One of the teachers said, you can ask a thousand people and only one might say maybe. Only one. Only one might say yes. It depends on your delivery. It depends on who you are. I did telemarketing. I tried to sell the Chronicle to people. And they gave me a script. The script was so blah. I, you know, and the script was something like, you know, if you buy a Chronicle and just, you know, pay for the Sunday paper, um, we'll give you a Monday through Friday, the front Monday through Friday paper, you know, and that's how people were reading it. I just took it and I said, hey, this is Eric and I'm calling from the Samsco Chronicle. We got the special promotion going out for you today. Check this out. Listen, before you hang up, listen. We're going to give you Monday through Friday at no cost. And all you got to do is pay for the Sunday paper. Or I guess it's Monday through Saturday, Monday through Saturday at no cost. And all you got to do is pay for the Sunday paper. Sunday paper is like $2, $2.50, right? $2.50 for the Sunday paper. Even back then, it was a little more expensive than everything else. And, I'm, and I told them, you're getting six issues for the price of one Sunday paper. And I said, you know, it's a promo deal. This is good for one month. And after one month, if you want to continue, then this is the price. If you don't want to continue, then you don't have to. No obligations. But I also told them, be sure 
to cancel before that one month subscription is over or she'll get charged. People bought into it. People love the idea that they're going to get something for free. But it's the delivery. It's the delivery. And being on this side as a podcaster, a podcast host, an interviewer, it is difficult for me to reach out to people and say, hey, my name is Eric. I do a live show. I do a podcast. And I would love to have you on my show to talk about whatever show you were just in. And I would give them a little small talk, you know, a little bit about me. This is what I do. I work a regular nine to five. And I just explain that having them on my show would be an honor to me. And it would be good to have you and share your story. And when I was getting people from the cleaning lady, Everybody was reaching out to me saying, yes, please, 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 let me, let me be on your show. And I loved having them on my show. It was the coolest thing that I've ever done was having them on my show. From the executive producer to the main character in Martha Milan to, you know, everybody there. Everybody who did their role was part of that show. And it was like... Everybody was asking me, who's next? Who are you going to get next? You know, and it's not as easy as who am I going to get next? It's only as easy as who's going to say yes. Who's going to say, yes, Eric, I'll be more than happy to be part of your show. Yes, Eric, please have me be part of your show. That's what a lot of people didn't do. Remember, I'm a small-time podcaster who does his podcasts and his videos from his bedroom. People weren't reaching out to me. I don't have an agent. I don't have a publicist. I don't have anybody who says, Eric, I'll be more than happy to work for you for free. For free. because That's what we're doing right now. I'll be more than happy to do that for you. I don't have that. I don't have the luxury of saying, hey, you know, Joe Schmo, I'll pay you this much an hour. Find me 50 guests that'll say they'll they'll be part of my show. And out of those 50, I'll tell you which one I want to get. I'm not there in that type of show. And even if I was there, that's not the kind of person I would be. I don't want to handpick who's going to be on my show. And I'm pretty sure, like, again, I mentioned Joe Rogan. I'm pretty sure some people don't want to be on a show. And then there's some people that are dying to be on this show. Pretty sure that's how it is. That's how it works with him. The Daily Podcast with Eric B. But not with me. With me, I have to reach out to them. I have to tell them, hey, this is why I want you on my show. And then I try to make it to where... Not only will you tell me about your role in Obi-Wan, like what happened with Roberta Sparta, you can tell me more about what you're doing now, what movies you have coming up, and how you got into the business that you're in. And again, they were like, yeah, I'll be more than happy to do that for Yes, I'll be more than happy to help you out because not only are you helping me, 
but I'm helping you. And I love that about this business. I love that about what we're doing here. I'm helping them. They're helping me. And we're doing this together. Does it work? It works. But there's a lot of involvement involved in me just trying to do this. A lot of involvement. I mean, there's me trying to do this. And then there's me trying to say, yes, this is exactly how we're going to do it. But then there's also me trying to make sure that I got the right people that I'm getting on my show. A lot of you guys, when I, when you guys first heard that I'm going to get William Hung on my show, you guys said, Oh, you're going to get William Hung. I'm going to get William Hung. I spoke to him. I said, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. And then I told a lot of you guys, this is going to be a short show because I already knew I already felt with the way he spoke, the way he responded to me, the way we were talking, I already knew it was going to be a good show. He was going to share his story, but I would, would have done, tried everything I can to get a lot from him. And I did, I was able to get enough to where it was usable audio. He was able to share his story. He was able to share his life his time in American Idol. And then he's also able to inspire the ones who weren't inspired. You know, a lot of people look at William Hung and they're like, he's still around? He's still around. He does a lot of positive things. He does a lot of things that we should all be aware of. That like, hey, this guy is doing a lot of positive things. Some of us are like, oh God, it's William Hung. How do you how much did you pay him? And that's what I talk about when I'm saying, I don't pay these people. I don't pay these people a fee. I don't offer them money. I don't do anything like that. You know, if they say, if I say, hey, slick Rick, what's your Venmo account? I want to pay you a little something for being on my show. Most of them says, dude, I love being on your show. Don't worry about it. You help me, you know, get my name out. So I send them a little something from my, you know, my gear, my merch shop. If you guys haven't got anything from there yet, shame on you. The daily vlogs podcast.myspreadshop.com. Don't forget to stop by there. New gears coming soon. Promise. Daily vlogs podcast.myspreadshop.com. Get some gear there. But yeah, so I send them a little something from there. You know, I don't want them coming on my show and they spend an hour with me and they're talking about, you know, personal things, talking about what they've gone through. And I just give them a thank you. I send them something. Something meaningful. You know, something that I know they'll use. And if they don't use it, they decide to, you know, give it to someone else. That's on them. You know, that's on them. I did what I did. I gave 
I showed them some love. I told them this is what I'm going to do for you. So here's a little token of my appreciation for being on my show. And for some of you guys who hasn't got yours yet, I apologize. It is coming. I promise. Like, oh, he told me he was going to give me something a while back. It's a lot of things that happened within the past couple weeks, months, stuff like that. Been a little bit busy, but yeah, you guys will be getting yours. Don't worry. Don't worry. But it's not easy. Then the whole premise of this podcast is to let you guys know it's not easy. You know, in the beginning, some of you guys said, stick to a topic, stick to this, talk about this, talk about that, talk about food, talk about this. That's not how I am. Even when I vlogged, that's not how I was. You know, I was going around, I was showing day-to-day things in San Francisco, I was showing you guys hidden gems of San Francisco. Then I became more of the, let me just go out and show you parts of San Francisco you guys don't know about. Then I started, you know, I mixed it in a little bit. And when the whole COVID thing happened, the podcast was just talking about COVID, COVID-related issues, people who weren't listening or following what you're supposed to be doing during covid But then I said, no, I don't want to be that guy. When me and Joe from the Ordinary Joe's podcast decided to do our own podcast, we said, we are going to make it fun. We are going to make sure that we're talking about fun things. Remember, this was in the middle of COVID. There was a president in the White House that was pissing a lot of people off. But me and Joe found a way not to talk about that. Me and Joe said, no, we will not discuss this. And it worked. We talk about movies. We talk about reviews. We talked about our hip hop music journey. Who our favorite hip We talked about everything other than political things. But in my podcast, it's a daily podcast which is not so daily. Someone said, you should throw that in there. The daily podcast. That's not so daily with Eric B. I should, I should do that. I should do that. Shout out to my boy, Lee. One of you guys hear this voice in the background, the daily podcast with Eric B. It's my boy, Lee. If you guys listen to CMC with Chewy Gomez, that's Lee's voice in the background. You're watching CMC with Chewy Gomez. He does a um, Twitch video or uh, where he plays. I'm sorry. He does Twitch where he plays music and he does old school jams. I've been trying to get Lee on my show for the longest time. But again, at the same time, it's people are busy, right? Some people are camera shy. Rex Navaretti wasn't camera shy. He just did not have time to sit in front of a camera because he was moving around. He was trying to get from one state to another because of the show that he was doing and i totally understood hey but for me to get someone like narex navaretti on my show i'd take it in a heartbeat you know how hard it is to get someone like him on your show difficult difficult but i was able to get him on my podcast we were able to talk When he came into the city, we were able to talk again. 
He put the face behind the voice. And again, he's one of those guys, very well legend, San Franciscan. Very well known in the city. And for him to sit here and say, yes, I'll be more than happy to be part of your podcast. Was an honor to me. Pioneer in Filipino comedy. And he said, yes, I'll be more than happy to be part of your show. I was honored. I was like, yes, yes. But then everyone else also who said yes, they'll be on my show. Everyone else who said yes, I'll be more than happy to be on your podcast. From Sean Garnett to Charles Whitfield, Bertland Watson, Joey Gilla. I got Joey Gilla on my show before Easter Sunday. Him and Eugene Cordero, I got on my show before Easter Sunday. I was able to speak to them before Easter Sunday. And I'm sure they knew about Easter Sunday during that time. They just, you know, NDA, you can't tell anyone anything. Secrets. I got a local pop-up chef, Eric Pascal, to be on my show. Talked about his food, what got him into food, what got him into, you know, eating the way he likes to eat, the food that he likes to eat. I got Diggy from the Mango Kings on my show. Was able to put him on my show. These are the things. Jane Rumbawa, actress from the Falcon and Winter Soldier, was able to get on my show. I was able to say, get him. Salem Murphy. I'm just going down the list. Jeremy Passion, person who sang Lemonade, said, yes, I'll be on your show. Then I went on, got another Marvel character. My partner from the Diary of the Little Man's podcast. Aaron Bielner was able to be on my show. Eugene Cordero. Again, before Easter Sunday was on my show Amor Owens was on my show shout out to Amor she's doing more work right now she's again killing it on TV and then there was a spell after that interview where if you guys again if you know me if you follow me something happened to me that was tragic took a toll on my life took a little setback. And I was able to get back on the high horse and do more interviews because it was just vlogging. It was just podcasting. It was sharing my story, letting you guys know what I did in the hospital, all that stuff. But again, I was able to get back on the high horse. TV show called The Cleaning Lady came on. I had to deal with Filipinos. I jumped on that opportunity. I reached out to Martha Milan. She reached back to me and said, please reach out to my agent. I did. Reached out to her agent in LA. We had a conversation. We were able to speak before. Next thing you know, Martha was on my show. Couple weeks later, same deal. 
reached out to Miranda, Miranda Kwok, the executive producer of The Cleaning Lady, reached out to her. Reach out. Please reach out to my agent, Annie Jeeves. Shout out to Annie Jeeves. Very professional. Was able to interview one of the most talented executive directors in Hollywood. Female executive directors in Hollywood right now. Miranda Kwok was able to get her on my show. Barrier native Josette Kanalau, also from The Cleaning Lady, on my show. Took a little quick break from The Cleaning Lady. Movie called Batman came out with Robert Pattinson and Aki Katobi, who played the train passenger that the villains were trying to, you know, Rob was on my show and shout out to Aki and he was out like in Europe filming, getting ready to film and he brought his little podcast gear with him because he knew we were going to do this interview and he killed it and again if it wasn't for me reaching out to these guys I never would have really known who this guy was and to watch some of the things that he's done in the past, man, blew me away. This guy's a talented actor. And again, he was on the Falcon and Winter Soldier. He was the one where Bucky felt really bad. Probably the last person Bucky killed as a Winter Soldier because he felt really bad and he was going to his dad's and he was hanging out with his dad all the time because he felt that remorseful. But man, yeah. Aki Katobi, I was able to get him on my show. Then jump back on The Cleaning Lady. Again, oh, I got Cosima Cabrera, who played Gabby. I got Ivan Shaw, who is now doing stuff on Chicago MD. Also, that Black Dirty Bag, was able to get him on my show. And then I was able to get Harold Nevis, Nevis on my show. Then The Cleaning Lady stopped. I got everyone that said yes to be on my show. But the interviews didn't stop. I kept going. I was a little persistent. I saw a TV show called I Can See Your Voice, where you had to try to guess who the real singers were and who wasn't. And I got Danny, Danny Apple from New York on my show. And again, we had to, you know, these are the things, time differences, right? I was able to get Danny on my show. lovely person lovely person she's gonna do big things she's gonna make it she's gonna do big things i also had another person that was on that show that was gonna be on my show but you know life happens things happen i promoted it i said this is gonna happen we're gonna do this but he was able to get you know a paid gig on top of what i was doing for him and i said hey no worries man you know We'll, we'll do this another time. And then I got the father and daughter duo, like I said, Derek and Ella J. Bosco. I got comedian who, um, James Mane. Also got another comedian by the name of Maria de la Ghetto from L.A. And then actress from The Cleaning Lady, Melody 
Butoy. She's going to kill me. Melanie Butoy? Butoy? <laughs> she's going to kill me. I know she's going to kill me. She told me her name. I can't even say her name again. And then I got a family and friend of mine. Family and friend. Who we all knew was working for The Simpsons. Debbie Mahan, who was able to get on my show and talk about her experience, what it's like being on The Simpsons, what she did with The Simpsons, how she was with The Simpsons. Those were cool experiences. She's a family and friend, like I said. And then again, I got my high school guys that are on, they're on you know, that I was able to interview to talk about, you know, high school football. And then William Hung and Roberta Sparta were the last two, the most recent that I was able to get on my show. And again, it's not easy. It's not the easiest thing to do to get someone on the podcast and say, would you like to be on my show? I am a nobody, but I would love to have you on my show. It's not easy. But I was able to do it. I was able to get people to be part of my show and say, yes, I'll be more than happy to be part of your show. The Daily Podcast with Eric B. Man, I was, I'm always, every time someone says yes to me, I'm thrilled. I'm ecstatic. Mike Tyson, you say ecstatic. Ecstatic. It's the best feeling in the world. When someone says yes, I'll be more than happy to be part of your show. Yes, I would love to be part of the daily podcast with Eric B. I would love to represent my family, my culture. As Roberta Sparta did, it was National Women's Day when I published the show. And it just worked out perfectly that I was able to publish her show on a National Women's Day for everyone to hear and listen. And it's a cool, again, it's a cool feeling. But it's the backlash that we get, the negativity that we get. And I'm just a small-time podcaster who does this on the side. I don't do this full-time. This is not my bread and butter. I do it for fun. I do it for the entertainment factor. I do it for you guys who likes to listen to my show, who likes to be on and watch it with me on Facebook Live. I do it for you guys. But again, it's not easy. It's not. It's fun, but it's not easy. You know, so for a lot of the people that I know and don't know, who are, who means well when it comes to the, the, you know, I don't want to call it backlash, but who means well when it comes to the criticism, the comments, you know, sometimes those criticism comments, sometimes they go too far. I'm starting to feel, you know, the whole how actors feel when it comes to this is the reason why they don't want to be in a certain talk show. This is the reason why they don't want, 
you know, to do a certain movie with someone. Again, I'm just a small guy trying to make it in this world, in this business. Even, even my small roles in my acting gig, I'm starting to feel the difference. I'm starting to see, I don't want to call it the pain, but I'm starting to see that. I'm starting to feel that. It's not easy. It's not easy trying to be where we are right now as anything, as a host, a podcast host, a TV host, a radio host. It's not easy. You always have someone criticizing you. You always have someone backlashing you. You always have someone that'll, you know, leave your comment, do your homework before you publish anything. I get that a lot. I get that a lot. I mean, when I got, again, when I got William Hung on my show, the backlash I got from everybody, from them just saying, what did you pay him? What, what group of people, I guess is the best way I can say it. What group of people did you say, yes, I will pay you just to, just so I can get William Hung on my show. Again, you guys can go through my messages. I'm not going to show you, but you guys can go through my messages. We've been talking for a month, back and forth. Him and I trying to get each other, trying to get the right time when we can get each other on or when we can chat. Just even getting him in to chat with me took a while. And I told you guys, if you guys were listening to my Facebook Live, I told him 5.30 on a Wednesday, or I think it was a Thursday, 5.30 on a Thursday Let's chat. That was enough time for me to get off work, be a little more unwind, and say, let's chat. 5.30 came and went. I didn't get a call from him. So I took my nap. I said, I'm going to take a nap. I had a rough day at work. I waited for this guy to call. Took my nap. And he called an hour later. But that's better than ghosting me, right? That was better than him not calling me at all. He called me and said, sorry, lost track of time. And I could have been sarcastic. I could have been like, what part of, you know, LA are you in? That's an hour behind. I could have. But I didn't want to be that person. I didn't want to be that person. I'm asking this guy to be part of my show. I'm asking him to be here and help me out. And then he asked the questions, what's in it for me? What am I going to get out of it? And I told him, I'm here to help you. You're here to help me. He doesn't need my help, but we're here to help each other. It's pretty much what I said. And he was okay with that. He's like, okay, that's fine. I'm all right with that. But at the same time, it was the questions after that. The very next day, my Twitter was just blown all all out of proportion. What did you dig him up from? Oh my God, was he, I didn't realize he was still alive. All those comments that I left unanswered because they were ignorant, they were resentful, You know, people were like, man, I didn't know he really can't sing. They were saying things like that. Things that I didn't share 
on my social media because I'm not that type of person. But people were being that hurtful. And man, it was, it was, it was bad. It was bad. And, you know, I did, I didn't paint a pretty picture either, you know, cause I told everyone on Facebook live, this is going to be a short interview. So I'm just letting you guys know it's going to be short. I'm going to try the best I can to get as much as I can out of it, but it was going to be short and it was short. It was very short. I did the best I could. I did the best I can. But I, I did it. I did everything I could to get the show in a positive way. And it did. It did. Uh, you know, people were like, hey, did he invite you to, to his wedding? Yes, he did. For you guys are all wondering, yeah, he did. He invited me to his wedding. He invited me and said, yes, here's the invitation. Please come out to my wedding. And I took it. I can't go. But the fact that I was invited by William Hung, and I know a lot of you guys are like, dude, go, go, go. Yeah, I can't go. I have prior engagements that day. So I can't go. But the fact that William Hung said, come to my wedding, I would take in a heartbeat. I would in a heartbeat. I got invited to the Clippers playoff games. Not by anybody I did in the podcast, but people that I've been, you know, rubbing elbows with in the acting business. Invited me to the Clippers playoff game. Clippers. Hey, you want to come to the Clippers playoff game? You want to come watch the Clippers? Who are they playing? We don't know yet, but you want to come? Okay. I'm not going to say no. I'm going to say, yeah. Yes. I'm going to say, yes. Not, yeah. Sorry. Try to tell everyone, don't say, yeah. Say, yes. Say, yes. Or my friend Rufus was going to come out with you and he's going to say hey man why are you guys saying yeah you got to say yes yes is more respectful yeah is not cool so you guys better say yes or my friend Rufus Cole is going to come after you guys for saying he's going to be the yeah the yeah police I'm going to be the yeah police and if I hear it I'm giving you all a ticket see so you guys better say yes. He's going to give me a ticket for just saying yeah. But anyways, that's what I mean. This is not an easy thing to do. It's not an easy. I thought it was going to be fun. It is still fun. Don't get me wrong. It is still fun. I love it. I enjoy it. It's still fun. It's not easy. But it's still fun. I'll take it in a heartbeat. Some of you guys are like, but there's no but. There's no but. It's still an easy thing to do. It's still a fun thing to do. It's still getting out there. It's still making sure that I'm able to do what I do on a daily. 
and be able to walk on the streets the next day with my head up high because I did something. It's an honest living. It's an honest thing. I'm not bashing anyone on what they do. I'm not saying anything negative on the, all the interviews I've done. And if, there's a lot of you guys out there who's who's saying or saying this is who you should get. And I'll tell them, you make up your own podcast and you get them for your podcast. A lot of people are, you know, hey, can you ask this adult film star to be on your show? Can you ask, you know, I got family that watches my stuff. And you want me to get an adult film star on my show? You want me to get a politician who talks negative about immigrants on my show? So I just tell them, create your own podcast, get your own channel, and you get them on your show. I'll be more than happy to help you create your own show. I always tell them that. Be more than happy. I will help you create your own podcast. I will help you get yourself started. And you got to find a way to reach out to these people and say, will you be part of my podcast? I mean, I can't even think of the questions to ask an adult film star that's safe to ask on a Facebook live show where half the people that's on my Facebook live is my family. Jesus. But that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Sometimes like I did something that I shouldn't do in the future this week. I did a back-to-back -back interview. I did William hung on Monday and had Roberta on Tuesday. And uh, that's something I should have been a little bit more smart about. And the only reason why I said it is because William hung through me a date and the back and forth that him and I had for the longest time. And he said, this is the day I can do it. I just said, yes. Me and Roberta, we've been talking and we settled on this date way before me and William hung did. But I was able to just say yes for William hung. I don't know why. But that's how it is. That's how this business is that we're in. You take what someone can give you. You drop everything to make that interview work. That's just how it is. Again, I'm not Joe Rogan. I don't have 50 guests lined up behind another 50 waiting to be part of this show. I don't. I take what I can get. I take who can say yes. Again, I will show you. I won't. But, you know, if you guys work with me and you guys know me, I will show you the Instagram pages that the messengers that I sent out to people and I've asked them to be part of my show. Yes. Can you please be part of my show? Hey, can you please do this? Hey, can you do that? Can you do that? I've asked people and I'm waiting to hear back from them. And the ones who has responded to me, the ones who said, yes, I'll be more than happy to be part of your show. I respond to them with, yes, can we please chat and talk about the time and day you can be on my show and then talk about what we will talk about on the show. And they say, yes, I'll get back to you. They say that all the time. Yes. 
I will get back to you. And this is what I'm hearing. That's all I hear. I haven't heard from them yet. This is what I hear half the time. It's not that bad. But I'm just saying, that's as, you know, sometimes you, I want to say, like, you little, but I don't. I don't. I take it with a grain of salt. I'm all right with it. I say, that's fine. We'll keep going and we'll go from there. And then I reach out to another group, another 50, another 20, and I wait for them to respond. It's part of the game. It's the nature of the beast. It's what it is. I wouldn't give this up for the world. I'm glad and I'm happy I started this journey. And for the supporters who's been supporting me from day one, who's had my back, thank you for being there. Thank you. For the ones who've donated on my Patreon account, the ones who sent me money on Venmo, the ones who bought from the daily vlogs podcast.myspreadshop.com. Thank you. The ones who come back every day, every week, every other month to listen to the podcast, or you guys are sitting there like, where's the vlogs? I miss the vlogs. Yes, so do I. But right now, this is the one that's working for me. But it is what it is. I enjoy it. I love it. I'll keep going with it and we'll see how it goes next time. We'll see. We'll see. Man, I can't, I can't, I don't realize, I didn't realize I've been talking for over an, almost an hour now, but I want to thank you guys again. Thank you guys who are, you know, my supporters who are always out there. The ones who are always giving me the pat on the back. The ones who are always saying like, go get them, Eric, you can do it. You know, Give me that motivation, letting me know that no matter how many times I fail, I will succeed. And if you guys follow me and you guys see my quotes, that's exactly what one of my quotes says. You only succeed every time you fail. And you do. I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for always jumping on the daily podcast with me, Eric B. Guests are coming. It's just a matter of when they'll say yes and a matter of when we can find a time together. But guests are coming. So please be patient. Please be there. Until next time, I want to thank you guys for listening. Thank you for jumping on. The podcast has ended, guys. Go in peace. Thanks for listening to The Daily Podcast with Eric B. This is like right here. This is like my new one, my new favorite. Something different. Again, my stuff's not available, but if you guys want me to share it with you, I'll be more than happy to share it with you. Just don't get rich off of it. Please don't get rich off of it. Please. If you do, you better share some money. <laughs> <laughs>